Hey, welcome. Uh, <laughs> today we're diving in and talking about plot twists. I'm not talking about any plot twists specifically, but like how to survive them, why they're kind of a necessary evil in this world, um, but also a beautiful thing. So we're talking about not just jumping on the optimism train and allowing change to come in and just move your life. Like it's not about that. It's about finding a balance. It really is about trusting yourself and really listening to what you need in times of response to plot twists. So let's dive in. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. You know, this whole journey, the entirety of this work really was based on this idea that I had shown up in life feeling fine, feeling just fine about my life. And I had decided that fine wasn't good enough, that I wanted more. And more than anything, I decided that I wanted to live life on my terms for the first time ever. And season one, the very beginning of this podcast, of this daily journal podcast of what a journey out of that place looks like, season one really explores a ton of different paths to what was meant to be my destiny. And now we're moving into season two and there have been twists and turns that I could have never expected starting this a year ago. Starting to just show up and ask questions. And if you want to start all the way back in season one, you can start there. If you're starting a journey, it's a great place. There's a lot of exploratory vision work that happens. There's just a lot of movement through understanding myself better and understanding what I even wanted my terms to be. Now that we're moving into season two, this really becomes sort of the coaching portion of walking, walking that dream taking those first steps, some of the things that might happen to you, some of the things that have happened to me as I explore and move into this new path. And so it's really just meant to walk along with you. If you ever needed someone to hold your hand, you ever needed a community to support you changing and challenging and growing, that's what we're here for. We're here five days a week to help you keep growing. That's what the Death of a Dream podcast is all about. We're so grateful that you're here. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. I am your host, Hannah Nuss. We're going to go ahead and dive in to our greatness grounding. I I want to start before saying all that. It's like, thank you for hanging with me. We are back up to full speed. Um, today I'm going to sit down and do a full review and strategy session with myself. Um, <laughs> cause that's who's on the team and myself and I possibly my four year old Baylor will sit and really talk about 
how we can be most effective, where we want to be most effective, and how we're going to take daily action moving through those things. And so, you know, for for me, all I can say to all of you is thank you for hanging in there with me over the past two weeks. It was imperative that I rest um, and let myself fully recover before diving back in, before making myself sit and post at the rate in which I was posting before, because it just, it wasn't serving me. It was not going to serve any of you. I was tired and wore out and drug out. And so while we still did the podcast every day, um, nothing else went out. And that's not very typical of our my strategy with the podcast and how we're getting it out there to people. Um, but we needed that time. So thank you to all of you. Now, this is my great thing. We decorated for Christmas. We did it early. I had been seeing people like, oh, I'm so excited for Christmas. I just can't wait to decorate. And I kind of felt like, you know what? <sighs> we will be quarantining the entire month of November. Me and my children. And so... We just needed something, like something that was going to bring us joy, something that was going to switch up the everydayness that has become our house. Um, and so we went for it. And it did just that. It brought a whole lot of joy. It brought something exciting, something to look forward to this weekend. And we are live tree people, so um, we can't get our Christmas tree yeah, until Thanksgiving, but everything else is up and that feels awesome. And it just felt like really warm and joy filled and just exciting when there isn't a whole lot of excitement that's going on right now, considering my kids just got pulled out of school for an entire month. Um, we're working on doing some online learning, but it's not perfected yet. So it's, it's been a challenge, right? But we've been finding joy wherever we can find it. And for this weekend, joy looked like decorating early. That's right. We're those people. And it feels amazing. I'll just tell you. I will recommend it. If you haven't done it, just go for it. There, there are no longer any rules. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Okay, so that's my great thing. We decorated. It felt good. It felt warm. It felt inviting. And it kind of felt like I knew that I was doing something bad, in quotes, right? Like, we don't typically decorate until Thanksgiving. Like, let the holidays have their space. Let it live. And I'm all for that. But this year, it was just like, nope. And so I felt kind of like a bad girl. <laughs> <laughs> and that kind of felt cool too. So 
that's it. Go ahead and take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your own greatness, right? That's how we start to shift that belief that that belief that greatness doesn't live in our daily lives because it does and you're amazing and we need you to be able to talk about it when you're called on. I'm just saying it's probably important and by probably, I mean, it definitely is just ground yourself in your greatness. Do it. You won't regret it. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) prepare for a plot twist. And I think for me right now, I'm just kind of in that space where it's like, okay, we've taken this new adventure. We're trying out new things. We're looking at what this is going to look like if this is our new lifestyle. And, you know, I guess we all sit and think that we have everything figured out, that we know exactly what we're about and exactly what we're not about. And what I want to say is that no matter how developed in your understanding you are, developed in your being, we never have it figured out. And so the best thing that you can do is prepare to have plot twists, prepare to fall, And the biggest thing is just prepare to get back up again. Prepare to better understand and never stop learning how to respond to change. Change is inevitable, no matter what you're doing, no matter how sure you are, right? And I love how certain we all are. And then all of a sudden, like, we don't think that it can be interrupted. We don't think that anything's going to come and touch it. And then boom, it does. It happens. It happens every time. Just the second that you start to get in a flow, boom, something happens. Someone gets sick. Someone's in an accident. Some You're in an accident. Something changes that is meant to disrupt you. Why? Well, we never really know the why, right? (laughs) Like, that's the crazier thing. Why is this happening to me? And that's what we'll always say. Like, why, why, why? My daughter, um, my oldest daughter is coming down with COVID symptoms. And so I'm laying there this morning and I'm just like, (sighs) we were supposed to get through this. Like, I had it. We're good. We're about a week away from the window of me getting to come out of quarantine. And I'm thinking we're good, right? Like, man, only one person got it. First off, pat on my back, because I'm just saying, like, if no one in my family got it, okay, (laughs) you were real good at keeping this contained. And then pat on my husband's back, pat on my kid's back. Like we managed, we conquered COVID. Go us. It was in our household and only one person got it. I'm just saying. Yeah. So we didn't. And now my oldest daughter is coming down with symptoms. And so this morning I was just laying in her bed with her because it's not like a normal sickness, like where the kids just sleep all day. So like for the last two nights, she's just tossing and turning and moaning and, and just like 
feeling and sounding miserable. And if that sounds like the saddest thing, I want you to go ahead and multiply it by a hundred because it's, it's the saddest thing to just see your, I think for me, the hardest thing for me to watch with my kids is when there's distress, when they are restless, restless behavior to me is the most impactful. And so I, it, it interrupts my energy. I can't watch someone be restless. It just really bothers me. And so staying up for the last two nights with a child who's completely restless, who's just moaning and growing and, and, and sore and her stomach hurts and her head hurts. And she's just like crippling into this little body that's just sore and sad and hurt and I can't do anything right? There's, there's nothing for me to do. I can go ahead and keep up on the Tylenol, but the fever, the, the body aches, the headache, like there's no way to get past it except for just walking through it. And so for me, as I'm sitting there, I'm just going, why, why? Really? Hello? Don't, haven't you heard the game plan? I'm just saying, I told you we were good. I'm going to take the full break. I am not going to like push myself through this. We are going to rest. We won't force anything. I took two weeks off. We still did the podcast, but that was it. No YouTube videos, no Instagram, no nothing, right? We take a break. And so that was the plan. We were going to do that. And then we were all going to come back. And my plan was like, kids go back to school on Monday. Well, that's not happening either. So now we will have taken the entire month off of November, basically. My kids definitely from school and me now this second half of November, we're going to get back into cranking up what it looks like to get this out to more places. But Really, for the most part, how, why, why me, why now, right? And this is just this is just a one of those beautiful plot twists where you don't know why silence or children or sickness or health or accidents or whatever you don't know why why it keeps happening. But this is what I can be certain of. It's like, first off, good things are coming. I'm telling you, okay. You know, when my daughter got COVID, I was just kind of like really sitting with it. And now that I'm sitting here talking about it, I'm just like, oh, we're ramping up to something. I know. I know it's coming. And so... The why, why with this plot twist, why with more? And you ever notice how when things go bad, they go like beyond bad, right? Like just one person couldn't get COVID in your house. All four have to get it. And they don't just get it like normal people would get it. Like we all get sick within the same two weeks and we can just quarantine for the 14 days and we're good. Mine, my household, and maybe other people's are like this. One person gets over it, takes like two weeks to get over it. Then the next person gets it. Then they get over it two weeks. 
then the next person gets it. Like, it couldn't just be all together. We're caring for the sick and the elderly and the children. No. We have to get it in waves. In long-term, never-ending waves. Right? And so, for me in those moments, I think that it's really important to start to look for not just kill yourself with optimism because if you're not naturally optimistic, right? And even if you are, there are times where realities need to be at the forefront. And so even in those moments, it's not like just coat it all with sunshine and like get over it and you're good. Let's get past this. Sometimes it's, it's dealing with the reality that's right in front of you. And so what does it look like to get on the other side of this? And sometimes optimism can misserve you in those moments, right? Because for me, it was just like, oh, we're good. Oh, we're going to get sick. That's just a part of it. It's okay. It's okay. We're going to be fine. You know what? This builds immunity. So this is a good thing too. And while all of those things are true, I think sometimes optimism can pull us into these states of false reality, right? Where we're not even walking through the world in a way that's helpful because we aren't addressing the pain that we're feeling in those moments. And so in these kind of plot twist moments, right? You're reading the chapter. You're like, oh my gosh, she's about to find the prince. I'm so excited. And then the evil witch comes in with the apple. Those moments, they aren't as exciting, right? They certainly generally don't lead to princes after surviving your certain death. Um, But they do look a lot like what I'm going through right now. And so when you're about to eat the evil apple, the poisonous apple, what I want you to pay attention to is what your body and mind are asking for in those moments. Mine for the last two weeks has just been really asking for just rest. Rest and recovery. And now I can see why, right? Because if I hadn't taken those moments, if I hadn't allowed myself to fully recover, to fully rest, if I had just pushed through it and act as if everything was okay, I wouldn't be at my full health in order to provide now for my child who's gotten it right? And that's going to take every ounce of my energy, according to what I've experienced the last two nights. This will probably challenge me even more than when I had COVID. And so that's what I want you to keep in mind and to keep looking for. Those things that your body's asking for, that your mind is asking for, that you want to explore. Those are the things that I want you to sit really close with. So if it's rest, hang out with rest. Do the rest. I know it seems like you're never going to escape it. Trust me. Like this weekend, I even took naps, which is rare for me. But that's what your body needs and allowing it to explore, find itself 
back in the reality of where you're sitting will help in coping with it, right? And then we just have to move and embrace that change is always coming, right? This is why essentially diets don't work because anytime that something interrupts the flow, like a sickness, like a change in schedule, like an accident, like someone completely disrupting everything that you have going on, it gets really hard to stick to that. And then all of a sudden you're like back to just survival mode and survival mode. A lot of times doesn't look like perfectly planned meal plans and cooking and cleaning and doing all the things in the same exact fashion that you have been. Right. And so boom, all of a sudden we're just eating crazy and we had been eating so strict, so insanely strict to be at what the ideal body looks like that the minute that anything disrupts anything, we could just spiral out of control. And that would look like a whole lot of weight gain on the back end. And so (laughs) this is why. This is why it's imperative to just know that plot twists are coming. Especially if you've been living in the exactness of your life for a whole while and you have like mastered that, just prepare. Okay. I don't know what it is, but I want you to hear it here first. It's coming for you. Okay. I love you. I don't want to wait. I'm not saying that it's going to be a bad plot twist. I'm just saying something's headed your way. Okay. Be ready for it. And in the midst of those moments, I want you to really sink into the fear of that change. And the fear of my change, of my current plot twist moment, of our COVID-19 sickness that's moving through our house, I think the biggest fear for me is someone getting it and having a dire response to it and us having to go to hospitals. And by us, I just mean whoever has gotten it, right? Because they don't get visitors. And so having to figure out how to navigate that, having to figure out how how to respond when there's no right response, like that's where my fear goes with this sickness. And that's very unlikely, right? But I'm, I'm making myself sit with that reality too. And, you know, trying to do the best that I can to manage what we have going on, to make sure that I'm paying attention to the signs, to make sure that I'm keeping everyone hydrated and well-fed and as best as I can. And just paying attention, right? Not trying to like, oh, everyone's going to be okay. We're doing okay. Like really sitting in the reality that we have this virus that there are a lot of unknowns about. And so I have to be super diligent. And right now, while optimism is great and will help me out of this shallow place, Um, it isn't going to serve me if I need to deal with the reality of the situation, right? And so, boom, 
plot twists. I'm sitting a little bit in fear. I'm sitting a little bit, and I know, I know that there's a very rare instance of that extreme happening, but I think knowing that that's a possibility helps me to process and better handle the situation as it sits in front of me. So these moments of change, you're not going to be able to just run through them as fast as you possibly can to get out of them. That will not serve you. Okay. It has never served me. I used to be the most avid of change runners. Like, okay, we're going to change this. We're going to get through this. We're going to do it as fast as we can. And then we'll come out on the other side and everything will be okay. Okay. We're good. Right. It's not even that big a change. No big deal. So in those plot twist moments, I would always just be like, okay, let's just run. Yep. 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 Change, change. We're good. Right on the other side, there'll be something good. Let's just stick with it. We're good. Right. This is good. Keep going. Run faster. Run sprinkle optimism as you run and run as fast as you can through whatever this change, whatever this plot twist is, run sister run. And I know that that misserved me in a lot of situations and more than anything, it shortened my time here, right? Because even the bad moments are worth living, right? You still want to get the fullness of your experience here, right? Take it in. Take it in. Don't run so fast through everything, even change, even discomfort, even whatever, so that you can just constantly be getting to the other side because change is never ending, right? It doesn't stop. It doesn't end. It's not going anywhere. And so once we run and run and run and run from change, eventually we just get tired, right? You can't outrun change. It's never ending. There will always be plot twists in your life. There will always be something changing and moving and rearranging no matter how hard you try to keep everything the same right like this weekend oh my gosh my daughter had to get like medium underwear I don't even I don't even really have a response to that That just completely blows my mind. Here, I just thought, like, we were good. We were going to stay in smalls forever. This isn't happening. We aren't a medium. I'm still struggling to, like, move into that next size bracket with both of my kids. Like, no, I think both of you are confused. So we should have had this pact where nobody grew forever. And it's just not happening. Right. And that's hard as a parent to just realize like, no, they're, they're growing. They're growing up. My seven year old, like told me the other day, mom, I'm just, I'm just kind of not into Jojo as much. I think I grew up. I'm too grown up for that. 
I'm like, what? I don't even, I don't even have an appropriate response. I guess my response was just always that they would stay babies and then that we'd never move into this. And so this is what's really important. Change is never going to be fully comfortable. None of us get fully competent in it. I think the best thing we can do with change is really listen. Listen to what our bodies and minds are asking for in moments of change, right? Because some change is just going to exhaust you, period. And so that may lead to a season of rest and recovery for you. It may just be a lot. Um, other changes are just going to call for you to just keep moving, like happily through, right? I can't stop my kids from growing. <laughs> I'm trying. Trust. And so I can either keep acting like it's not going to happen, keep pretending that we should, we're still in smalls and not by any mediums at all, or just continue walking through that with them. I can't change it. I can't fight it. It's inevitable. They're going to grow. They're going to move. They're going to change. This is happening. And so there's nothing for me to fight, right? I can't change that. I can't avoid that plot twist. Our stories, while we have control, we also own very little control. And so that's why it's important to really direct your life where you want it to go, to really sit down and say the things that are meaningful to you, the things that you really want out of this life. Because so much of it is out of our control that we owe it to ourselves to control what we can. And controlling what we can doesn't look like being able to know the path, right? But knowing the things that are true to us. And so, and then just preparing for the crazy, preparing for you to work for three years, seemingly looking like nothing is happening to like overnight something happening and clicking and moving. And that's, that's the thing. You can't control the end outcome, but you can control the steps that you're taking forward today. And you can control the pace at which you take them. You don't have to sprint through life so fast that you see nothing, right? I don't want to sit down and watch videos of my life. I want to be able to play those videos in my mind because I was fully there. Right? And like, I love taking good video. I'm just saying. But when I experience that video again, I want to remember being there. Right? Sitting there, experiencing it, feeling what it felt like. Knowing that I was present in that space, knowing that I wasn't just trying to sprint through and get to the next thing. And that takes control and direction of your schedule, your presence, the importance of 
you being fully there and that you have control over. You don't have control over the different plot twists that are going to come into play, but the more control you take, the more direction that you put into your life, the better you'll be at handling those things because it's not just like shiny optimism painted over everything, right? It's a mix of reality and optimism, but mostly like your willingness to pair those two in response to inevitable change and plot twists. Pair those two, listen, right? I'm so keen and all all up on listening to your body and your mind. Um, As someone confessed, non-listener of those things, um, I've seen how wildly effective it is over the last year and a half. So just keep moving. You don't really know what plot twist is coming next. You just know that it's coming. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, want to check out more on the death of a dream and on me, your host. Uh, You can head over to hannahness.com. That's where you'll find everything, everything that there is to know about me, the work that I do and about where the death of a dream comes from. We have blog posts there. You can sign up for the newsletter, which is basically just a guide on how you navigate through the things that we talk about every week. So head over there. You can also find all of my beautiful guests over on my Instagram. We have YouTube. We have the book. We got all the things. If you want to connect, you have questions, you need more help than we've given you on the podcast, go ahead and head over there. I'd love to connect with you.